Monster Game Night is a dark comedy actual play podcast that contains personal and political horror. This show is not appropriate for children, and adults can find content warnings in our episode descriptions. Welcome to our Vampire the Masquerade Chronicle, Bluegrass by Night, where our coterie goes on a bewildering road trip to destroy the wards protecting the fictional city of Jamestown. I'm Chris, and I play Descartes, the mousy Nosferatu. I'm Nick, and I play Jason, the left behind Bonnie Joaquin. <laughs> I don't know. I got nothing. That's pretty good, though. This is Ben playing Tommaso, the incensed Takeda. And I'm Russell playing Gordon, the marksman on the hill, La Sombra. Hey, I'm Mike, your senile storyteller. So what happened last time on Monster Game Night? Uh, last time, Jason was picked up by the Tremere, who tried to convince him not to take down the wards. Tommaso and the Putinesca boys were doing a great job of handling the SI in the Giga Cabin until intentional friendly fire took most of them out. Tommaso also learned how not to play with guns while taking a short nap. Gordon, meanwhile, played sniper hero with the locals in the room. Clear Visions happened to find his old buddy Terrence, who he totally never set up for anything in the past. Because he's such an OG, he gave him the gift of unlife, baby. And Jason found the ward and Oswin. Just to let you all know, Josh was not able to make it tonight, so we're all going to kind of collectively play Clear Visions. Hopefully that doesn't upset anyone too badly. I know there's a lot of Clear Visions fans out in the audience. Feel free to tweet at us. <laughs> and I will mute you. We are also joined again by Chris. You've heard him twice during our one-shots. He's going to be playing a new character. Should be pretty exciting once he gets to show up, but we have a few minor issues to resolve first. Yeah, just a few things. To set the scene, tonight's session opens deep beneath the city of Kingsport. We start in pitch dark blackness. The floor is cold concrete, covered in fresh blood. The walls that we can barely see lit up only by the blinking of servers and other electronics that have recently taken a barrage of gunfire. We see the walls are corrugated aluminum, splashed with blood and gore, and a single hand, very tall, very high, a very large, meaty hand, wraps itself around a door and slides it open. We see a six-foot-four, muscle-bound brick house of a man, the face of the beast still upon him, his eyes glowing strangely in the night, the animal rising within him. Tommaso Galenti wipes a trickle of blood away from his mouth. <sighs> I never thought holy crap like that would taste so good. All right, where are we at? We see Jason and Gordon are standing in front of two corpses, one manacled and hanging from the walls. We see an old, handsome man, very distinguished, fine face, his hair, his soft white hair falling in comfortable ringlets around his face, a stake driven through his chest. And to the right, we see a face, clearly a Nosferatu, the skin peeling away from his bones, a thin trickle of red blood flowing into his mouth. He's wedged between two heavy stone blocks, a soft green light emanating forth. We know this is the calling card of the kindred who anchor the wards that protect Jamestown. Oh, so that's where we're at. Why are you two taking your sweet time for? Which do you want? Jason is just standing there, staring, almost hypnotized at the ancient vampire in front of him. I think he knows which one he wants. I can smell it, almost drooling over the sweet taste of this old blood. 
you're more than welcome to that one. I turn to Oswin and I go, you know, if only your clan didn't want you dead. And I sink my teeth into him and start diabolizing him. Oh, shit. Okay. I almost float over to the ward, sinking my teeth in. Hey, what's going on in there? None of your business. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are outside the room like parents (laughs) hearing silence from their children. (laughs) That's never a good sign. No, it's not. (laughs) He says with the voice of experience. You just just hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Guillermo. Step up and watch this. It's going to be an interesting experience for you. Hey, boss, are we are we not supposed to do that? <sighs> Technically, yes, we're not supposed to do that, but extenuating circumstances. <laughs> we're very good money. <laughs> <laughs> do you need a straw or a napkin? <laughs> <laughs> the two of you lean in. You can feel the power that courses through the veins of these two ancient kindred, Coursing through their bodies, calling to you, the beast craves nothing but power above all else. In proper kindred society, you'd resist that. But you've decided you're going to go ahead. You've decided that you can swear all of that off, make yourselves outcasts, your aura contaminated, and instead claim this price of blood that is yours. Fuck that noise. I need each of you to give me a roll of strength plus resolve. I'm going to activate prowess. Give me a rouse check. I do not get hungrier. (laughs) Surprised face. (laughs) I would hope so. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Great start. Wonderful start. (laughs) Absolutely terrible. I quit. (laughs) Somebody else did it, finally. (laughs) It's not just me anymore. Jason, what did he roll? <laughs> Two successes. Oh! Jason leans close in over the flayed skin of this trapped Nosferatu, lowers himself, his veins puncture the flesh, and Jason starts to claim that power for himself. It tastes so good, but I'm just too weak. I can't do it. <laughs> He's overwhelmed completely, and all of it escapes. He hears just a soft laughing in the distance. I need Jason to give me a roll of composure plus resolve. Oh. What? Yeah, Tommaso knows what this is. Yep. Oh, that. (laughs) Could have used that last time. I know, right? (laughs) That's seven successes. (laughs) Boom. Get the fuck out. Jason hears a roaring, screaming laughter cackling in his head. He sees his vision begin to fade to bloody red as though the blood that he just tried to claim tries instead to claim his mind. But Jason, trained assassin, has the focus and resolve to fight it off. He blinks and clears his eyes, and the voice disappears. Punt that shit out of you. Gordon? Four successes. Four successes. I need another roll of strength plus resolve. Come on, baby. That's uh, three successes. Gordon is coming close. He can tell he's becoming more powerful, appealing to the base instincts of the Lasombra. That's four successes. Worth it. Gordon hangs on. The roller coaster is nearing its top. One more. One more. It's got to be one more. Three successes. Ooh. With a slurp, Gordon feels the veins of Oswin dry up, harden. They become brittle. 
and this handsome old man, a look of horror and shock upon his face, piercing blue eyes, they go dim. His skin turns to ash, begins to drift away. We see a skeleton with hair for just a moment, and then it dissolves into nothing. Gordon knows now he has to claim that power. I need Gordon to roll humanity plus blood potency. Fuck. That's three successes. Oh. Every success gives the Diablerist five XP to immediately spend on increasing blood potency or on disciplines known by the victim. As a Tremere, Oswin had access to Auspex, Blood Sorcery, and Dominate. However, should the contest fail... I think I failed. Yes, the difficulty was five. Oh! Oof. The Diablerist loses an additional point of humanity for each success by which they failed. Oh, so that is that's two. two. Are you? Oh, that's oh no. Oh. If the victim was of lower generation, the Diablerist lowers their generation by one. Black veins become visible in Gordon's aura. No one else can see them. Clear Visions has them too, though. And Tommaso. If it helps, Russell. If you remember in season one, Jeff went from humanity five to humanity one because yep. of that one Diablerist. Mm-hmm. You're- <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, I I lost two on mine, and I I I'm, I the, missed it by the, one. The problem is Gordon's now lost like four. Yeah, humanity. you're you're oof. So, hey boy, does somebody want to read Humanity Three, or do you want me to do it? You do it. I do it. Yeah, that makes okay. sense. Gordon now finds himself at Humanity Three. At this level, cynical and jaded describes Gordon on a good day. He callously steps over anyone and anything, stopping only to indulge in a new hobby for cruelty. Gordon takes the safe route, the pragmatic route. Kill witnesses, and don't risk trusting anyone you haven't gotten your talons into somehow. Gordon genuinely looks monstrous, even under the most flattering light. Under this humanity, Gordon now suffers a four-die penalty on rolls to interact with humans, and Gordon can no longer even fake sexual intercourse, oh. even with Blush of Life. All right, so let's see here. Oh, I could do Corrosive Vitae. That would probably be helpful. Someone yeah. should have Corrosive yeah, Vitae. since you guys I think I gone. have it all the time. <laughs> that's only five. I could do what? Why, why don't you just use your like, ashes tashes on this car? Because that's not how it works. <laughs> Gordon stands up, Oswin's Vitae still trickling from his mouth onto his face. Very nice suit that's seen a difficult night tonight. It's been torn when he crawled through vents. What happened to the body? Well, haven't you seen this happen before? That's what's supposed to happen. All right. I've had enough of waiting out here. Oh, oh, Jason, did you do what I think you did here? Huh? What? Oh, oh, that that's okay. That's okay. I'm sure you gave it your best try. You're going to get him next time, sport. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that, I'm giving you my token. <laughs> Josh, bless. <laughs> Wish you could be here tonight, man. Yep. God damn it, son of a bitch. I kicked the body. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> No, his is still around. It doesn't. It doesn't ash. It does. Yeah, it does. It, it, it failed, ash. failed Diablo. Yeah, failed Diablo. It still happens. Yeah, last I the that. ashes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I understand everybody's like real excited in this moment, but um, 
keep in mind we're still around where there's plenty of people that can kill us. And plus, I don't know how exactly how my distractions go on topside. Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay, let's go. Remind me, didn't Gordon destroy the limousine when he tried to use it? Oh, shit, that's right. Oh, <laughs> that's right. I tried to use it. When did I try to use it? You tried, didn't you, like... Jumped into it to back it up. Didn't you frenzy, and that's why you... (laughs) I didn't... I didn't frenzy. But I did fail my my Bane roll for it. Okay, yeah. I remember that now. I guess we're walking, then. Our rather large coterie at this point, because we have added Guillermo, as well as Clear Visions is sort of leading along the incapacitated but still shambling body of Terrence, who is undergoing a whole lot of changes right now and not real willing to talk at the moment. That's okay. We're going to get you somewhere where you can sit and go through all these big boy changes. I'm at zero hunger right now, right? Yes. Okay, I just want to make sure that I... So is Jason. And so am I. Yeah. Needed that. Wow. For a fleeting moment, the Coterie almost feels human. Hey, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Not so much. (laughs) So you know there are limousines waiting for you in the parking lot to enter the Giga Cavern. Edward placed them there for your disposal, and they will take you to the uh, Grossman Field, to the Grossman Airfield, where there's a helicopter waiting to ferry you to Greenville. All right, let's let's go. Oh, I'm so looking forward to this ride in opulence. Question. The limo that was there that I broke, it's still there, right? It's still there. We should destroy that. Can you use ashes to ashes on it? <laughs> <laughs> Set you up for that one. <laughs> I want to search the bodies. Do any of these bodies have like hand grenades? <laughs> You have a stomach full of hand grenades. Oh, we established right. okay. this. He just doesn't want to use his <laughs> yeah, own. Yeah, I didn't want to use my own, but that's okay. I'm going to say, um, hey, Tommaso, can you push this up against the servers? All right, hold on. Well, did you already get the servers? Yeah, you shot the fuck out of them. Oh, I I know, but I want to make sure that, like... Okay. I, I want to, like, push it basically up against the servers and destroy anything that's in this room. Is essentially what I'm going to do. All right, I'm sure you... Chuck a couple of grenades... Leave our calling card, everything on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure we face away from it. I got my sunglasses out, ready to go. I'm walking away up that hill. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm sure you already put it in neutral with all the damage you did. All right, Guillermo, come on. Hey, boss. The two of you push the limousine in through the aircraft hangar doors, press it up against the sides of the servers that have already been torn by gunfire, but you know a good data recovery expert can really get a whole lot off of a drive, so can't be too careful these days. All right, wait until we're out of the way this time. As soon as they leave the doors. I don't know who you're... Uh, yeah. I can't take clear as far as... <laughs> as soon as they leave the room... Come on, Terrence. Let's, <laughs> let's face away from this now. Yeah. As soon as they leave the room, you just see Gordon, and you guys don't see this because you guys have all left the room, but Gordon just kind of starts hopping and skipping, taking <laughs> pins out, and just going... Yeah, j- j- just like a flower girl uh, at a wedding. He just starts throwing grenades so that, everywhere. That's what three humanity looks like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And he just has no regard for anything in this room at this moment. He's just his happiest person throwing grenades as he walks out. 
and you will just hear this chain reaction of grenades going off. Make him do a dexterity check to get out of the room fast enough. <laughs> Gordon has <laughs> not failed at throwing many grenades, and when he's failed, it's been in combat. So I'm not going to make him roll for something he's not going to fail. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> but I mean, you hear, like a xylophone playing, you hear grenades clinking across the <laughs> cement in careful time being kept. And then there's a crescendo, a massive blast that shakes dust from the rooftops of the cavern, and even managed to shake a few large rocks loose. The Vortex Industries banner that flies over the top of the Giga Cavern drapes down and twists the side, falling in an elegant ribbon to the bottom. So just so everyone is aware, I'm picking up a nearing pursuit and unerring pursuit yeah unerring unerring erring give me so and, much shit when i mispronounce stuff <laughs> uh since the unseen nice actually no i'm gonna take heightened senses instead oh, okay. okay that's also good yeah so all right get in clear if you know what's good for you you're gonna sit on the other side of that limo for me why tell me i don't know what your problem is but Terrence, you should sleep in the back. <laughs> Terrence, you come with me. The Coterie makes an ingracious retreat, walking through gravel up a hill. It takes a really long time. They're walking up a steep gravel hill and slipping in it. It takes a very, very, very long time, and they're all scuffed and dirty by the time they get to... Edward's fleet of spotless limousines. I'm not exactly worried about being scuffed and dirty right now. <laughs> While we're on the way there, I'm going to send Yancey a text and just say disperse in case they're still there. I don't think they are, but... Yancey responds with a flexed arm muscle. There we go. Thumbs up. That's right. And then an explosion. Yeah. There might be a little use for them in the future. Just saying. You find a fleet of limousines waiting for you. You pick one... You guys are smearing grime and muck all over it. You enter, close the doors, and Edward has very kindly left a few bottles of warmed human blood waiting for you inside. Edward is nothing if not a if not a quality host and always seeking to impress you with his party favors. The limousines begin to roll forward, and you hear, as you have so many times when you're leaving a city, the sound of sirens in the distance. You see fire trucks and police cars in a massive column streaming towards the Giga Cavern, and you can see limousines behind you suddenly fan out in nine different directions, impossible to follow, identical. Clearly, Edward has made sure that your getaway is successful. So, I think as the limousine rolls along, Claire's sitting there with Terrence, regaling him about all the exploits since the last time they've been together, because, oh, it's been such a journey. Meanwhile, Tommaso just has his arms down on his knees, looking really low, just glaring at Claire the entire time. He's not forgotten what he's done. Gordon is sitting there, and he pulls out a notepad with a pen and starts hastily writing a note. He folds it up, and hands it to Guillermo and says, Guillermo, uh, please take this thank you note to Edward. Oh, that actually ties in pretty well. 
I need you to get back to Edward's mansion. There's a certain thing I left in my room in a case. I need you to get it back to the headquarters. A sure thing, boss. And boss, I'll get this to yeah, him. Deliver that note. Be much appreciated. Hey, you think anyone's going to be mad that all my guys are dead? This was kind of my first job. And... We'll, we'll deal with that. Don't worry. All right. You'll, you'll take that heat for me because yes, they I'm, sure took it. Yes. Whatever. I got you. Thanks, boss. You're so nice. You're such a nice boss. I'm bonded with him. I have to be. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, boss, what's it mean since I, you said blood bond. I put, you know, I was just trying to help you, but what does that mean? We'll talk about that later too. All right. Listen, I, I promise you. All right. You've done very well here. The organization's going to hear about it. You will be rewarded. Guillermo's face, chin strap, square room, sunglasses, just lights up. You can see his hair has been singed a little bit. The beard is also singed a little bit as well. Just lights up with the fact, the pride and joy that Tommaso is, has faith in him. And the gears are turning as he realizes that he may have a slight edge over Tommaso at the moment. He can think that. The limousine arrives at Grossman Fields. The small private airport used by the well-to-do of Kingsport. We can see it's surrounded by corporate jets and private jets and you see that a white and blue helicopter that says Stewart Cybersecurity Consultants sits off to the side its lights are flashing rotors turning the chauffeur steps out of the limousine walks over pulls the door open and gestures the coterie towards it all right Tommaso slaps Guillermo on the back and sends him on his way climbing in yeah Gordon's already in uh, come along, Terrence. No, no, no. We'll leave Terrence here. He can stay with Guillermo. You want to... He's my new baby boy. You can't just split us off. He, no, he's coming with me. No, he needs to stay here. He needs to rest and not be in what we're about to do. But I, he, he needs to be back on the bus. It's look, where he belongs. Look, do you want him to stay safe or do you want him to die? Hey, he's already dead. Die a second time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. But this this Garavo or whoever better keep him safe. Hey, boss, I got a lot of responsibilities right now. You sure I got to have this one dragging me down too? <sighs> Listen, I don't want this guy around either. So you can just take him to Edwards and then Edward can figure out what to do with him. Okay? I'd sure thing. Whatever. Come along. Whatever. Clarence or Clancy or Trancy, whatever your name is. Come on. Oh, Josh is going to hate that. <laughs> it's only the Stark, bitch. I'm kidding. <laughs> Should have been here. How are you going to roadblock us, bitch? Yeah. Why would I roadblock you? I literally wanted this chronicle to be over <laughs> six months ago. M.O. Every time we're on the road. Oh, Every don't time. worry about that. Yeah, I have other plans. But <laughs> I don't need to roadblock you when I have air-to-air missiles. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, none of us... Thank God I learned how to fly. I was about to say, I I think only one of us can... Oh, boy. Oh, Not to worry. You can survive a fall, right? Right now? Yeah, with the 47 damage that he has. I play it just like in WoW. I just wait till I'm almost on the ground and blink. That's right. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm literally at one health, right? Sweet. So here's what you do. You take the pilot, use them to soften the blow of falling. Have you considered healing yourself and then killing the pilot? (laughs) (laughs) We need to get where we're going. 
Have no. you considered healing yourself? Yeah. Because you're at zero hunger right now. Yeah, just I don't want to. I don't want to be at three. <laughs> just pop it all. You, you'll get next ward. We promise. <laughs> do we have an option to heal aggravated right now? No, you have no. to do that when you wake yeah, up. Exactly. That's what I thought. Yeah, I I will try to do it when I rest. No question about it. It's just it's not going to go well. I already know that. I need to make sure I have blood bags on hand. So the coterie walks across this black, darkened runway. We can hear private jets landing and taking off in the background. The rush of wind off the helicopter blades pushes Clearvision's suit around. Jason's hair blows back beautifully because he's worth it. (laughs) (laughs) You climb the steps up into Edward's luxury helicopter. You can see this is outfitted with a large circular conference room at the center. No military surplus or news helicopters for Edward and his ilk. This is a nice comfortable space appointed in plush, soft purple velvet all over calm. You can see that someone has thoughtfully made even more blood available in small heated bottles for you. Once you enter, the pilot steps out, clicks a button and you hear the door to the helicopter Hydraulics begin to work, the door closes, and it lifts into the air. It climbs, you see the lights of Kingsport spread out beneath you. You see a patch of bright lights near the downtown area, and a set of flickering red and blue lights that you know where that's coming from. (laughs) The voice of the pilot comes over, and he says, We'll be in Greenville in about three hours. We'll be in Greenville in about... 90 minutes. <laughs> we don't want to take that one. What, what time of the night is it right now? It's about three in the morning. Okay, we need to get there and we need to get to sleep. I asked the pilot, does Edward uh, have a lodgings in Greenvale that we can use? Did he tell you? He didn't say anything about that to me. I thought we were supposed to be meeting back up with the bus. Yes, my bus. Oh, I miss it so. I just want to make sure we have alternate accommodations in case the bus is detained. Why do you think the bus might be detained? Well, every time we've entered a new city or even been on the road in this damn bus, we have been found and we've had trouble with the popo. That's actually a good point. It does have a certain someone's visage on the side. Clay, have you heard anything about the bus? Oh, um, uh... There might have been a brief call about something happening. Like what? Uh, um, might have potentially uh, heard Timmy tell me that Suzanne was ordering everybody off. What? You seriously didn't think to say anything about that until now? Uh, we, we were kind of busy, you know. Plus, Gordon. That's right, Gordon. You broke my phone. How could you do that? Because your phone threatened to give in all kinds of shit, you dumbass. That sounds like we're in shit anyway. That, what, what does that mean? Where, where the fuck's the bus? Where's Rosetta? What is going on? Ugh. Hey, Mr. Pilot, can you, um, can you see if you can get the bus on CB radio or something? Bus has a CB radio? I'm pretty sure. It, yeah, why wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, of course. Sure it does. I think I'm just going to go home. I think this episode has just been talking to itself. <laughs> I know. I kind of asked <laughs> Could that just be season two with Ben? Just Do Eddie all Murphy the character style. voices. <laughs> Audio play? Sure, why not? We'll write the lines for you. You just have to do all the voices. <laughs> yes, yes, feed me more. 
(laughs) (laughs) This has been a one-man show presented by Ben. The helicopter pilot comes back on a theater comedy says, I'll reach out to Edward. Thank you. Yeah, fuck that stupid bus anyway. Tommaso just stares um, up at the... Our rifles are on that bus. There's a lot of things on that bus. We I need. mean, we really need to find that bus. Terrence says cocaine's on the bus. I'm just saying. <laughs> he loves his cocaine. <laughs> it was meth. I'm sorry, meth. Tommaso's just staring up away from everybody. He doesn't want to look at anybody right now. Also, that was allegedly Terrence's meth. That's true. Allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Is under his seat. First of all, Gordon knows for certain it was Terrence's meth. <laughs> a little while later, the voice of the pilot comes over and says, yeah, the bus will be ready to meet you when we land. Edward says that uh, it's all clear five by five. Pilot things. Pilot things. Hashtag pilot things. <laughs> well, that's not suspicious at all. <laughs> Calming on suspicious things. Five by five. <laughs> I think I just had a flashback. (laughs) So at this point, you hear a couple little squeaks. And from the shadows comes this disheveled, but like fully clothed. Well, obviously he's fully clothed. (laughs) Totally nude. Wait, wait, is he completely nude or is he fully clothed? Totally nude. There's no in between there. (laughs) (laughs) I I also just want to point out, I don't know in vampire lore if the clothes transform as you transform. So... He, might. he just chose not to. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. a uh, yeah, we're, we're, we're adding that to the end of the episode. <laughs> so, Meat flapping in the wind. <laughs> out of the shadow. Episode name. There you go. <laughs> out of the shadow steps this not only fully clothed, but like fully like just garbed in like excess clothes. Sweaters and like robes. Who brought the coat rack? What the fuck? Hey, don't, whoa. I'm up and got it. Got my sword out. It's another right one. To your neck. Wait, wait. I just want to point this out. We're in a helicopter. You can't stand up in a helicopter yeah, and no. pull your sword no, out. No, please don't. Yeah. In Edward's helicopter, you can stand up. I have up. cats. Great. Bullshit. Part. I can't. <laughs> Bullshit. Nothing. There's not enough clearance. In a helicopter, like a military helicopter. In Edward's helicopter, you can stand. Edward would not stand for a helicopter. You can't stand in. Oh, hold on. You you specifically wear your like sword on your back. Yes? Oh, that is a fair. It's inside yeah, the car. It, it, he could so stand up. You describe how he gets it out. Jason is ready for things like this. Jason is a trained... <laughs> <laughs> Jason is a trained assassin used My to fight against tight quarters. by default. <laughs> he, he uses his fly, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> well, the guitar was in between his Can't legs fly? already. He said he describes how he gets it out. (laughs) (laughs) Zip. (laughs) Guys, we made all these jokes in episode 12. We can't go back to them. Why not? It's been long enough. That's how old we are. That's right. It's been long enough. It's the rule of seven, damn it. Oh. That's how long we I want you to describe Jason in his minuscule form standing up in the the helicopter pulling a sword out and not doing any damage to this helicopter whatsoever. Jason is a fucking expert swordsman. He can do something like that. He's just tilted to the side. I mean, if I'm just sitting there with, you know, I'm not going to sit on my guitar, so it's in my lap. So it's just like right there. Click, pop. All right. So wind it back and just say that. Yeah. Yeah. So so he just said that out of the shadows and we're all like, whoa, what the fuck? You just hear a click and Jason's up and 
with a sword at your throat. Who invited the coat rack? Who are you? Where do you come from? What is this? So slowly you feel a, another sword clink against yours and just slowly push it away. Hey, how about some wards here? Yeah, who the fuck is this? What, what are, what's all this uh, ex, ex, excess adornments going on? So this sword is gold inlaid. It's made of Damascus steel. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it just slowly pushes your sword away. We see... I immediately drop to my knee. In the hand of this heavily robed figure, we see a gorgeous, handsome golden sword, ornate, with a silver blade that has, like contour lines, black ripples through the metal, pressed up against Jason. Sire, I'm sorry. Why are you here? (laughs) Uh, kid, I'm not sure who your sire is, but I think this belonged to him. I reach out to take it. You're not him. Who are you? I draw it back just slightly out of reach. Are you going to start talking or what? We don't exactly have a lot of time here. Nah, you got at least 90 minutes. <laughs> got a little time. I got my sword back up. Who are you? The name's Descartes. I work for Lonnie. Of course. Of course. Another one of these Lonnie sons of bitches. Well, hold on. That doesn't explain hold why on. you have Alan's sword. Okay. So I used to work for Lonnie. And so now you're just an independent asshole? You Keep going. Put, you and that way. So you got about three seconds to explain right now. My sire. Have you all ever heard of a guy named Pascal? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, fuck Pascal. Pascal can suck my left toe. You tell me what Pascal is. You'll be hearing a lot about him very soon. For the podcast, Mike is secretly reveling in how much the players hate his NPC. Yeah, he is gleeful at the moment. <laughs> I don't know where he is exactly right now, but. He he came upon this sword, and uh, I'm not sure how exactly. He was showing it off to me. He said he found it outside Greenville. Outside Greenville. Then how? Then how? Okay, okay. He claimed it belonged to Alan. Well, judging by the way the kid reacted here, I think he's right. I I, I do have a question for you, kid, which is, how do you not know what the hell your sire looks like? If you thought he was your sire, how the fuck do you to not know? To be fair, there's like robes and scarves and all everything. I saw was a shadow, and then I saw the sword. Yeah, I don't blame him on that one. All right, any extra- now you need to give me that sword. Any extra details you got? I'll give you this sword for safe passage. For safe, safe passage? passage, you can get for safe what? passage out this door right now. The no sword. Hand me the sword and no, 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 no. You're no, safe no, no. for the moment, but keep explaining. No, 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 no. <laughs> Gordon's gonna look at you in the eyes, and he got he activates mesmerize. <laughs> All right, what is this? I don't get hungrier. Wait a second, shocker. <clears throat> oh, there's gonna be a contest what roll is here. Your blood potency currently? Uh, two now, right? One, two now, yeah. right? No, you oh no, no. It. So it's one, yeah. But my generation is a roll ch- if you like to, but you are free to say fuck off. I thought that was based on generation, not blood potency. It's based on blood potency. You didn't gain a blood potency? He did not. He didn't buy a blood potency. No, I yet. couldn't buy a blood potency yet. I thought you automatically gained one. Mm. No, you have to, you have to, oh, you have to buy it. spend the XP to do it. Yeah, exactly. But I didn't have an XP, enough XP oh. to do it. If he'd successfully diabolized completely, yeah. then it would be a different story. Yeah. But you didn't? No. Nope. No, I failed by two because oh. he it was a difficulty five. I only he he just he 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 finished the Diablery, but he didn't absorb the power. 
Okay. That's what happened. But you can also choose to fail if you think that would be better for the... What does Mesmerize do? Well, you would not know that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you would not know that. So I leave that decision to you. But I, I would just shrug it off. So that does cost you a willpower? Okay. Oh, all right. Okay. You got your own tricks up your sleeve. I see how it is. Nicely done. Keep talking. So I'll hand over the sword. Thank you. Now explain. Your name. Oh, fair enough. Your name. <laughs> he already gave us his name. Like I told you, the name's Descartes. Descartes, why are you here? How did you get here? Let's just say uh, I have connections. Oh, how convenient. We all do. What are they? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe start with the fact that you don't work for Lonnie anymore. I'd I actually, did. I said that. We'd like to hear why. Let's just say I have connections. Where's Alan? I think he's in Greenville. You think? I don't know for sure. Then what do you know? You didn't just come across the sword on a thought. The the Sabat in Greenville follow a Zemitze flesh sculptor who calls herself Kitty, and she probably has him. Son of a bitch. There's Sabat in Greenville. They might be friends. I don't know. Sabat might be friends. Not to us, to Alan. Kid, what's your sire mixed up into if he's got Sabat friends? I mean, he does make powerful friends everywhere he goes. It's also possible they don't like him. I don't know. So you just came here to bring us the sword and take a ride on a helicopter? Like I said, I won out. Out of what? Out of Lonnie. Oh, so you're not done with him yet. You just want to be. Why? I've been under Pascal's thumb for long enough. You sire? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, we kind of all deal with that. It's a factor in life. Also, they hate you. Me? Yeah. Oh. And all Banu Hakim. And I'm not really about that. Why not? Okay. I don't think you're all bad guys. You're just saying that because I got a sword to your throat right now? <laughs> I'm not worried about that. I'm sure. Now, everyone, it might actually be a good idea to make a new friend here. Why don't you tell us a bit more about yourself? So you're here to run from Pascal. Where's Pascal? Yeah, I'd like to know where that bastard is. I got a few things I'd like to say to him. Can you calm down for just one minute? No. You know what that fucker did to us last time? I still got a right and a left I need to give him for it. Look, I don't know where he is right now, but I'm agreeing to give you the sword, hopefully in effort that you all will kill him. Ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's on a long list. He's not exactly at the top at the moment. Wait, you want us to kill Pascal? That's what I said. Why not? We've already killed several other people by now. Let's do it. I, I, I will. I, I'm all about that hashtag chaos life now. <laughs> We're not exactly going to go out of our way just for you until you give us a reason. I think he thinks the sword's enough of a reason. Thought it would be. I don't need a reason as long as you tell me where he is. This is on you, kid. I'm not agreeing to anything until I know where Alan is. Greenville. This, that's right. The snake cap. The Greenville snake cap. A snake cabin. Okay. To the snake he cabin. He tried to go. parlay his way past the Sabbat. And you don't know if he did or not. I don't know. All I know is what Pascal's trying to impress me and others with by showing off the sword. That's what I got out of him. This isn't something he would have just given up easily unless he was trying to send me a message. Like what? I don't know. We're going to have to go there and we're going to have to find him. I don't know. All I know is I stole the sword in hopes that you all would you stole it? message. From Pascal. Hmm, we really need to find Pascal. That's what I'm saying. All right. As far as I'm concerned, you can come along. Appreciate it. You hear a couple of squeaks. The fuck is that? 
Sure. Right after you take some of this blood. Some what blood? Mine. What the fuck? No. What? (laughs) No. No. Sit down. Enough, kid. Would I be blood bonded to clear visions by <laughs> by, by carriers? <laughs> oh, that sounds like an excellent idea. But I could tell I take a two dice penalty anytime I see you. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. In fact, clear honestly should hate the sight of you. So that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's very true. He does have the flaw repulsive. Mm-hmm. I cut my palm and hold it out. Put it away. Yeah, I smack your hand down. Enough with this blood bond. We want him to make sure he's on our side, do we not? No. I I don't care if he's on our side or not. I don't either. If he's smart, he'll stay on our side. You are smart. If he's not on our side, well, that's easily taken care of. Yeah, exactly. I'll happily take care of it. You, you are smart, aren't you? Awfully confident, knowing that he just shrugged off your power. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not fully... I want to talk about that after this. We'll, we'll, we'll take you offline. Yes. Promise you he can do that. He made him that way specifically, I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Okay, then. Sit down. Strap up. It'll be fine. I'm just staring daggers. Hey, join the club. I just stare back at you, just smiling. <laughs> can we even see you smiling through the hood? I don't know. It's There's like a scarf, and you can kind of see the scarf just... Twinges up a little bit. All right, fair enough. Oh, you're like the you're like the merchant from Resident Evil Four. That's what that's what I'm picturing right now. Fair enough. Yeah. How do we know you're not just leading us into a trap? Fine. I say fuck your sire. We're going after the ward. Yeah. What else can you tell us yeah. about Greenville? Like, like if if you want to be that way, Jason, fuck your sire. Let's go after the ward. That yeah. was our job. I mean, I know we're going after the ward anyway. He's probably there. We don't know that, be certain. Why would Josiah be going after the ward? I mean, we don't know exactly where the ward is anyway, so we need information. This would be You're a good assuming source. your sire would know that where the ward is or what the ward even is. If he's here, he probably does. I'll help you find Alan if you help me kill Pascal. Alter in the deal, eh? You're going to be able to bring him to us? It might be arranged. All right, I'm liking this now. We I might mean, be able to make this happen. Well, I would love to kill Pascal because he's a little shit. I still feel no reason to help save his sire whatsoever. Do you know where this ward is? No, I'm not convinced that his sire knows where the ward is either. I agree with How that. How are we going to know if we don't ask him? I'm not really prepared to like go and put my life on the line for your sire. You got to convince us of another reason. Yeah, like so far you have convinced me no reason why I should do this. What was our plan when we were going to get there? Find out where the ward is, deal with it. Get back to Jamestown, finish this Okay, bullshit. well, we're going to do that, but I'm betting that it's just going to lead us right to where Alan is anyway, so. That doesn't mean I want to save Alan. You're not exactly the best gambler, kid. Like, like <laughs> th- 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 there's no reason why we can't. Our plan hasn't changed. That's what I'm saying, all right? We're going to go. We're going to find out where the war is. We're going to go meet the bus is what you're That's, saying. Yes. So while y'all are kind of arguing, I'm just kind of under my, under my voice, under, under my breath, going to... Go make a friend. Does Clear hear him say that? Uh, he's did Clear activate heightened senses? We think. I guess I'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that he would have because yeah, you guys are yelling, know. and if there's yelling, heightened senses would be horrible to have yeah. active right now. Yeah, because I so I'm going with no. He does. And clear doesn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you have your oh yeah. On? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then so, no, no, he does not. It's okay. At about this time, a little clear. You hear clear yelp. 
as a mouse starts climbing his pants leg. <laughs> what? What? Where did this foul creature come from, dude? Oh, get it off! Get it off! It just nestles in his lap. Oh, Gordon, get this thing off me. Gordon takes. Wait a minute! Hand. I had a rat friend at once. <laughs> Gordon takes his hand, <laughs> scoops up the rat. Do I recognize this rat? <laughs> and says, I believe this is yours. We like to Damn keep it. our animals to ourselves. Oh, sorry. Got any more tricks up your sleeve? A couple. Eh, figures. How many more rats you got up there? Not really sure. <laughs> okay, then. Let's just say several. I guess we should probably strip search him, huh? Give him the old two-finger uh, yeah, yeah, cavity search. Yeah, go have fun with that. Go right ahead. I'm going to sit right here. God, the colorful fucking characters I've seen these days. <laughs> so Commence the ride. Jason, <laughs> I need you to convince me as Gordon, especially now that I have Humanity 3. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Why I need to save your sire. Why I can't just blow your sire the fuck up. Right now, I didn't ask you to save him. Right now, all I'm asking is to find him. Right now, this is our only lead in Greenville. Do you I, have a better idea? We all have resources that we can use in the area. Yep. I see no reason to go down the path of even attempting to find your sire. Yeah, I mean, I I heard the word Sabat, and I'm like, no thanks. Sabat and I? We know that the Sabat's there. We know that the ward's there. You're saying that the two are not going to be connected? I'm saying... That the moment Gordon would much rather te- keep a very low profile and not do anything with your sire, especially knowing what he knows about your sire. Well, I'm not saying we go rush in towards the Sabbat. I mean, yes, let's go ahead and just proceed with whatever contacts you have and find out what we can. That's fine. Oh, wait. I just realized something. You remember when I checked that computer? Sure. Yeah. That, that when we when, not, when we knocked that one dude out. So you mean amongst the other dudes we knocked out? <laughs> no, that, that that first one that that like ran a cop that was sitting there. Okay. Yeah. So he had a document up that was titled "Known to Bravo Ravens," and it listed Greenville on there, and there was a known Sabat faction, but it was specifically listed as Dead Sabat, Dead Sabbath. Which is it? Dead Sabat or Deb, Dead Dead Sabbath. Sabbath? Yeah. Let me read that again. Sorry, I didn't have. Can to I read there. that? Are you? Sh- I didn't. That's that, a Sabbath. That, you took a picture of it, so yeah, okay. it's clear. I would have taken a picture of it, but Gordon broke my phone. Tom I, also has a photo of it, though. All right, hold on, kid. Here you go. And I'm gonna hand my phone over to him. Here's here's the document. It says Dead Sabbath. Dead Sabbath. Yes, yes, it does. And Kitty, which matches the Zimisi flesh sculpture, flesh sculptor that your new friend mentioned. Zimisi, <laughs> disgusting people. So that means the SI knows that they're there. But their information has sometimes been out of date. Yeah, exactly. They still had that lily bitch listed on there, for example. What do I know about this dead Sabbath? Go ahead and give me a dice roll of intelligence plus, I'll take a cult or politics. I think you're probably much better at a cult. Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's without, without a doubt. Four. First of all, Jason knows that the Banu Hakim... They used to really be one of the main clans within the Sabbat. Alan probably had some experience working alongside them. And if Kitty is, she's a ductus, if she's a priest, if she's a bishop, 
there's a good chance that she's a high-ranking Sabat member who has some years on them and worked with Alan at some point in his career. It's also possible that she's nobody, too. I mean, that's always, a you know, that's always out there. That's the first thing he knows. The second thing that he would know is if she is a Zemitsi, they know quite a bit about blood sorcery. They are attracted to blood sorcery. They're not necessarily as good at it as the Tremere or the Banu Hakim are, but they're pretty competent and sometimes they call in their expert friends in the Banu Hakim. Okay. And I'm telling everyone this. So what you're saying is you're friends with them. With? <laughs> friends? With? With the Zemitsi. With the They're your old clan's buddy buddies. I mean, yours too. We left the clan <laughs> for a reason. I wouldn't say we're buddies. <laughs> wouldn't you though? No, not at all. You all had a working relationship. A poor one? <laughs> Still a working relationship. You were willing to put up with a lot of their stuff where other, we wh where other clans were not. Can I roll politics about this? What is the question you're asking? I want to know what the issue was that caused them to split. That caused... The Samiti and the, the, the Banu Akim to split. Yeah. Give me intelligence plus politics. All right. Okay, I got to roll this cut dice one time. That's okay. <laughs> and my, does my Camarilla specialty get me anything here? Because both the Banu Akim and the Lasombra are working to join the Camarilla, yeah. Okay, so an extra two. Got to roll something this episode. I know. It's good. I'm glad you are. That is not a Russell Dice roll. <laughs> not at all. No, that is not. Uh, so yeah, I'm, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to spend a willpower on this. That helped a lot. Four successes. This is getting into meta plot stuff that doesn't really apply to our chronicle. So instead, I'm going to say that it turned out the Sabbat had just the same kinds of power structure and struggles and class warfare that exists within the Camarilla. Mm -hmm. But a whole lot fewer rules and a whole lot more brutality. And the Lasambra and Banu Akim decided that they were done being a part of it. I mean, you guys can just be honest about this. It's the fact that you got tired of getting slapped around under all those stupid rules that they have. More or less. I need Jason to give me a roll of wits plus a cult. Oh, good. Three. Jason is seated listening to Tommaso yell at him for not being totally upfront about why the Banu Hakim are leaving, left the Sabbat to join the Camarilla. And he's got his head down, kind of staring out the window, and he sees something out the window of the helicopter, just out the side of it. He doesn't see it straight on. He sees a curve extending out to the side, a curved dome, soft red flickering, tracing along the course of a river, exactly like the ward that protects Jamestown. The dome over, like, the whole area? Over the entirety of Greenville, exactly like the one around Jamestown. Uh, what? Pilot, pause. You can't just pause it. Stop. <laughs> Hover. Do not go Stop further. Hover. Yeah, five by five. We're pausing. <laughs> Wait, what? Boy, what do you see? There's a ward over the city. You're kidding me. Another one of these. If we things? try to fly in right now, we're going down. We're now, if we torpor each other. <laughs> I'm not going to torpor with this asshole I don't trust over here. I'm not going to torpor around any of we'll you. We'll torpor him first. I just I'll gladly torpor all of you, and I'll gladly wake you up. 
No. No, you're going into Torber first, buddy. We're going to have to land. Do you think you can get us across? Well, not from the sky. Why not? <laughs> I mean, he I'm has good, to have so- but I'm not that good. He has to have soil to do it, remember? <laughs> yeah, I need some dirt and some salt. <laughs> <laughs> Can I insight check that? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Wits plus insight. I'm not even bothering. I believe it. I felt so bad at that before, I think. Wait, Jason is terrible at lying. We've established this. In the past. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you're right. <laughs> What's my lie roll? <laughs> I mean, that's four successes. Manipulation subterfuge, probably. Yeah. 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 It's, it's going to be manipulation subterfuge. <laughs> you got four. <laughs> Come on. Let's crit, baby. <laughs> Okay, I got two. You guys play this out. <laughs> You're so full of shit, it's not even funny. My Tremere blood told me that. Okay, so, all right, fine. That's not how words work, but I still can't break it from the sky. Why not? You know, really, I'm just tired of you, like, lying to us about this. Every time, every fucking time. <laughs> Right. The last time I went through this goddamn ward, I got a hole in my chest. <laughs> the time, I'm sorry, the first time I got a hole through my chest. <laughs> the last time I went through, I almost fucking died because <laughs> of werewolves. Yeah, I didn't lie about the ward. I just lied about the process. Oh, how convenient. <laughs> what do we have to do this time? Be okay. honest. And do you think you got trust issues with me? Oh, shut up. <laughs> you can it. <laughs> we had trust issues with you because your sire's fucking Pascal. But he wants to kill him. So he's slightly better in our mind. <laughs> he hates him too. That was supposed to unite you together. <laughs> <laughs> not united with anybody right now. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Barely united with each other. Exactly. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're all at fucking four humanity. <laughs> Five. An average of four. Three. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's find a place to land then. Gotta land. Five by five, I'm landing. Dear. <laughs> Can you stop saying that? I feel like I'm playing fucking let's Starcraft. this fucking pilot. <laughs> what, what, about, what about seven by six? Can you do a seven by six pilot? Seven by six, five by five. <laughs> Got <laughs> Nine out of ten. Thank you very much, pilot. <laughs> the pilot, the helicopter starts to descend slowly. You see that he's found a convenience store parking lot to land in. You see a few cars nearby, a long stretch of asphalt highway stretching directly towards Greenville. A few moments pass and you feel the helicopter settle onto its wheels. The intercom crackles to life and the pilot says, Five by five, we're landed. Ten four, big trucker. We're getting out. Five by five, you're getting out. (laughs) Gordon just throws the headphones off. Walks. By the way, I just want to point out something. We spent this entire time ignoring Gordon's technology bane. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> so none of you heard anything Gordon said. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why none of this worked out. <laughs> we saw him yelling and heard some. In- <laughs> we got we got the gist of what he was trying to say. I can read lips. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? All right, all right. Hey, rat boy. Hey, rags. You're getting off first. Gordon's already gotten off, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> all right, well, he's at least going ahead of me. Tommaso, keep an eye on him. <laughs> what do you think I was going to do? Hey, clear. Keep an eye on Tommaso. 
<laughs> sure. Really? Really? I had to do it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Clear says okay and then walks away. <laughs> <laughs> we nearly made Mike Spick take on this. Yeah, you did. I know. <laughs> are there any cars nearby that are age appropriate for Gordon? <laughs> <laughs> so a toddler drivable? Oh, no. Gordon's oh. actually a super good driver, sir. No, it just has to have a, a just, stick and a carburetor. Yeah. <laughs> a stick and carburetor. It needs room, for, needs room for your feet to be able to go down the road. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Roll 2d10 for me. One success. Half two. Gordon looks around, and you know what? His very favorite. A Ford Pinto. Fucking Pinto. (laughs) (laughs) Sitting out front of this convenience store. It's not luxurious. It's not nice. And Gordon, when his humanity was higher, he had a little bit of an acquired taste for nicer things. But now he's come to appreciate the Ford Pinto for what it is. Yeah. So Gordon Gordon just walks up, pulls his pistol out, (laughs) and takes the butt and just smashes the window open. At the Pinto? Glass flies everywhere, including all over the driver's seat where Gordon is going to be sitting shortly. Yeah, no, Gordon is going to open the door and swipe the uh, glass out of the seat. And he's going to start hot wiring the car. And then he's going to be like, bitches, get in, let's go. Give me wits plus larceny. We don't even know where the bus is. Actually, wits plus drive. Same one. Oh, okay. Well, give me that anyway. Do you really want me to? Yeah. That's six successes. Six successes. You know, I want you to succeed, right? I'm your biggest I, I, I fan. Did, by the way, I'm I just I, saying. Holy I, I, shit. Yeah. Congratulations. Gordon manages to do this while he's swiping glass away. He's just kind of like not even watching as he pulls all of it together. And you hear the Ford Pinto. It's two liter engine <laughs> roars really loud. Very impressive. All right. How close to this ward are we? Not far. Maybe a quarter mile. We're going to drive to the ward. You pile into the Ford Pinto. Have fun. Have fun sitting in Clear's lap. First of all, Clear sits in his lap. Let's get this right. I shotgun. I'm a oh, damn it. <laughs> 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 Who's driving? I am. Oh, driving. okay. <laughs> it's my fucking car. He stepped right up and took the car. He's driving. You hear someone step outside. Hey, they're stealing my car. Hey, that's my. Hey, what hey, are you hey, hey, come here. Now look at him. Hey, and I say, mine. forget. Ah. Oh. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> we could just cut that part. It's superfluous. I disagree. Nothing we do is superfluous, yeah. Ben. Really? <laughs> Everything is important. The immersion is important. So are you coming, Rat Boy? Sure. Okay. Let's all hop in then. Let's go. get going. So clown car style, you all <laughs> pile in. Four Bigger on the inside than the back. Looks. I think Tommaso is riding shotgun. Yeah. Well, there's just two in front, three in back. It's not... I mean, it's tight, but it's not cramped. Yeah. Have fun riding bitch, Jason. I'm not the one riding bitch. This guy is. I'll ride in the middle seat. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole ride, you just hear squeaks. <laughs> and every now and then, they, out of the, like my side or my leg, you just feel something poke you. This guy is just a dozen rats in a trench coat. Isn't that all an Osferatu? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I take offense to that. <laughs> As you begin to close to the ward, Jason sees it. You've gotten very close. Stop. Here. This is it. I only respond to colors. I need you to say red light for stop. Alto. Alto. <laughs> <laughs> Green light go. Over go. <laughs> Alto means tall, dumbass. <laughs> Do you stop? 
Not if he says Alto. <laughs> stop. I said stop. I told you I don't respond to colors now. Oh, Red light. <laughs> he stops. <laughs> All right. What do, what do we see in front of us right now? Right. We see shit. You're the one with the magical occult eyes. Jason can see a shimmering red dome covering the entirety of Greenville. It looks like it follows along a body of water, a fairly much shallower one than the Wildcat River that rings Jamestown, but still nonetheless constructed in much the same way. He knows this probably keeps kindred and specters from entering. He's got an idea of how to break it. He's gotten through one of these before, but the question is, who are they keeping in? I don't know what's inside here. They might be trying to keep something in rather than trying to keep us out, but fuck it. Here we go. Hey, wait. One second before you do this. Theoretically, the bus would have had to cross through as well. Maybe that's why Suzanne said they needed to get off. Okay. Just, Are you saying that Suzanne couldn't have gotten into the ward, this ward? She would have seen the ward. That's what I'm saying. Like she, would have, would have. she would have stopped the break it just like he did. So they're probably in there. Give me a roll of intelligence plus a cult. This isn't going to go well. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll help. <laughs> that's a good idea. Actually, yeah, you go ahead and do that roll. <laughs> Can I help too? You yes. Yeah, uh, you've got dots in the cult. cult. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't help you with this. Yeah, I'm not helping. What do I get for you helping? One one extra dice? Six. Ching. It was very important that the ward surrounding Jamestown did not affect Thin Bloods because the ward impacts people of impacts kindred. The ward impacts kindred of high blood potency and low humanity. It was built to keep elders out. And that is also the position that you find yourselves in. But Suzanne would not have had that problem entering. Yeah, Suzanne would have been able to just basically walk through with maybe a slight tingle. Wait, you're saying this is like the same one as Jamestown? It's not different? No, it's the same. Why would they make another one like that? What the fuck is going on here? I'm not surprised, but I've got Alan's sword now. So this should be easy. All right, go ahead and show off. Make it quick. Yeah, hurry up. This is taking way too long. I got places to be. I want my bus back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and anoint uh, Alan's sword. Oh, wow. My blood. Okay. What? Okay. I didn't know that you could do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got one with the blade and right. Ishtar's touch, but it's. Okay. Is this mechanically supposed to do something or is this Rule of Cool supposed to do something? Because I can come up with something for Rule of Cool. Yeah, Rule of Cool. Rule of Cool. Okay, <laughs> yeah. cool. We're good there. That's fine. I just, I don't have to, like, get a ruling right. So, Jason is now dual wielding. That's right. He's got his own fairly simple sword in one hand, guitar slung over his back, and Alan's ornate massive sword, sword carried by someone who no longer has to worry about stealth in the other hand. Ritual here. I stab both swords into the ground. Give me a roll of intelligence plus blood sorcery. Add two die for the presence of Alan's sword. All right. Though as Jason does this, he wonders, if Alan's sword worked so well, why doesn't Alan still have it? He wanted me to have it for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) He knew it would find its way to me. Yeah, we're going to Five. I need each of you to roll your humanity 
minus your blood potency, plus five. Thank God. You are welcome to take half. I'm rolling this. This is a lot of dice. Humanity, humanity minus blood potency. Humanity minus blood potency. Blood potency plus five. Oh, I don't have that many dice. Wait, not plus five dice. We're just adding five to the roll. Add five dice to the roll. Gotcha. I don't have that many dice. Okay, that's fine. Just roll it. I'll just roll what I've got. I have nine humanity. You have nine? How do you have nine humanity? What's on the sheet? Because he's a farmer. (laughs) Oh, okay. Nine humanity at 11th generation? Damn. He's a he's a fucking Lonnie agent Nas. He sat in the sewers and he fed on rats for like a hundred years. <laughs> Sucks to be you. Okay. Yeah, humans are tasty. Can I use willpower to re-roll? No. Okay. Four. Four as well. Three. Jason. Seven. Damn. So Descartes, your hunger increases by one uh, as you walk across this. Everyone else, Jason, the power of Jason's blood sorcery is enough to sever this ward and... I take the two swords, I stab them both into the ground, hold out my palm to where the, the ward is, and I'm going to attempt some Latin. Aperivium. <laughs> <laughs> and I push through. The ward ripples out. A bubble appears in the center, unlike before where Jason fractured and shattered the ward... This time, he's got more control, and he manages to create a gap just small enough for his coterie mates to slip through. Doorway right between the two swords. Just walk straight through this way, guys. It's not big enough for the car? It's big enough for the car, yeah. All right, we're taking the car. Yeah, (laughs) sure. (laughs) Walk through? What is this? You're still on a highway. Yeah, we'll take the car. You pile back into the Ford Pinto, though Descartes does feel... A little bit of himself gets left behind. Uh, I thought you were supposed to take care of that. Problem there? First time. (laughs) First time's always a little rough. (laughs) High five, Tommy. Bam. (laughs) You popped your chair. Oh, wait, someone. What? How much blood potency? Sorry. Clear's at two blood potency. All right. Oh, yeah, someone's got to roll. Let's do clear visions. No, let's not worry about it. He can roll it when he's back. He probably yeah. succeeded. Yeah, of course. At a cost. I, I don't know if he did or not, because he's at low humanity as well. Yeah. We already we already took Terrence away from him. We don't need to do anything else. <laughs> well, he did embrace someone, so he'd lose a humanity for that. Yeah. Like, oh. Yeah, he, he's at three, or three or four, oh. like I am. So just roll the same dice pool you had. Okay. Yeah, because he's probably pretty close to us. He's probably pretty close. He may have a little more. Hey, Josh, I tried, okay? Yeah, that, that's... Five successes. Okay, he's, he's fine. fine. There you go. I use my loaded dice for you, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll wait for Gordon to drive the car through, and I'll retract the swords. Jason piles back into the Ford Pinto. As, as Jason attempts to get in the car, Gordon does the whole, like, <laughs> start, stop. <laughs> What's wrong, Jason? Get in the car. <laughs> Hurry up, kid. We don't have all night. Yeah. I make to smash the window with one of the swords. It's fine. We don't care. Like for you, it's where you're sitting. <laughs> Take my strong hand. <laughs> Just start. God damn. Let me into the fucking car. Fine. He stops and let lets him in. Son of a bitch. Clear Vision says, Now Rosetta knows that she should meet me at the most beautiful place where one of the horses is. And I looked 
on not my phone, well, on my backup phone. <laughs> All right, Gordon, take us to where the horses is. The horse? <laughs> take us to where? Yes. Okay. And Gordon starts driving for the seediest part of town. <laughs> we'll see the bus along the way, right? <laughs> surely. Surely. It's going to stick out. It usually does. A little while passes and you enter into Greenville. Greenville is not a city, not even really a town. It's more a collection of subdivisions, if even that. At the center of it is a racetrack for a famed sports car museum. And, of course, where car culture is found, that's where the seedy part of town can be found, too. Eventually, you find a thoroughbred done up in white and red, and out front of it is the purple and yellow text of the Clear Visions tour bus. Ah, finally! You see that Suzanne is waiting out front of it, a syringe of blood in her hand, while Rosetta is waiting on board. All right, as soon as we, we pull up, Tomasa's first out of the car, heading right for Suzanne. What the hell is that? That's his cousin. <laughs> I didn't hear that. That's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> talking about that, what is that bus? It's the best thing you've ever seen. What are you talking about? Clear Visions Tour Bus. Exactly. It's my bus. Look at that beautiful face on the side. Yeah, it's his bus. And this is what you all travel in? Of course. What else would we travel in? We're, we're, we're not we're not like you. Hey. Oh. All right. Well, I'm going to go and I'm going to change my clothes. See ya. Clear vision steps away onto the bus. You see his fluffy white curly hair flouncing as he walks up the stairs. He gives Rosetta a demeaning look and steps off towards the back. So, Tommaso... Wait, I, you said he gives Rosetta a demeaning look? Yes, Rosetta is not Suzanne. I know, that's... why He would, likes Suzanne he, now, remember? Yeah, but he also likes Rosetta. No, he, no, he doesn't. doesn't. He treats Rosetta like shit. Okay, all right, fine. He likes her in the fact that she works for him, even though she fucking doesn't. <laughs> so, Tommaso's gonna walk right up to Suzanne and grab the syringe hand. Hey, nice to see you. The fuck are you doing getting off the bus and giving orders? What's going on here? Nothing, cousin. Oh, and I'm just supposed to believe that? Temporarily, yes. She kind of moves her hand. She moves her head over to the syringe and kind of manages to start squeezing a little bit more into her mouth. I let it go. What is the rest of the coterie doing? Getting on the bus. Are you getting on the bus, Gordon? I'm thinking. Okay. <laughs> I need sleep. I need sleep too, but I also need to it's talk. It's about to, to be dawn. What, yeah, what time is it? Yeah, we need to Yeah, we need to get on, no question, but I want to sweep the bottom of the bus. Okay? Like check it for explosives, tracking devices, that kind of stuff. Give me intelligence plus investigation. <laughs> Cuz that's where you're going to sleep. Under the bus. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. I can deal with that. Don't get hungry. Oh. Can I help with this, Matt, in any way? Or send your rats. Tell me how you're helping. I crawl under <laughs> and just look. <laughs> Was I, that, have, I have one I have dice? I have four dots. Is that one dice or how many dice is that? You had one for each person helping. Okay. Not helping with this. I'm busy. It's uh, seven successes. Crit again. I crit again. 
I told you these were my loaded die. There is something here that should not be here. Oh, what is that? I like, what does it look like? There's a large silver tank nestled up against the bottom of the bus. Doesn't look like a bomb. Just doesn't look like a part of the bus either. Is it connected to anything? Is it just a a cylinder or is there like lines going to it? It's a cylinder with a hose running into the bus. Don't take it off. It's a septic tank. (laughs) (laughs) We decided that shouldn't be. Timmy needs one. Um, No, you decided he shits outside. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) He shits out the window. So I want to tie a piece of string around the tube. Okay. And I want to run the string out to this, like, as far away as I can. So, like, I want, like, 20 or 30 feet of line. And I say, everybody get off the bus and come over here right now. What? Okay. What'd you find? I crawl out from underneath the bus. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to stay there. (laughs) (laughs) I want to see what happens. (laughs) Yeah, all right, I'll say. Okay. I I was about to say something to Rosetta, and I say, hold that thought. When everyone is gathered around me, I take the string and I pull it as hard as I can. And I want to see what happens with the tube, if anything comes out or anything. You hear, as you pull, you hear a rush of escaping gas. You look down, and you see confetti collected underneath the bus. (laughs) Gordon, what the fuck are you doing? There was obviously a confetti bomb under the bus. I saved your all's life. You're welcome. A confetti bomb. From confetti. You're welcome. A confetti bomb. Good eye, Gordon. Thank you. I'm going to bed. I think you need (laughs) sleep more than the rest of us. I see how this is. Uh, Gordon goes and uh, reaches under and tears the canister off. Pulls the canister off. It's fairly large. I mean, long, probably four or five feet long. And it's just filled with confetti? Just full of confetti. He he takes it (laughs) and uh, he stealths onto the bus, finds where clear vision is going to sleep. In his room. <laughs> the only room on the bus. Yeah. yeah. And in the doorway into that room, he he puts the canister above the doorway in such a way that <laughs> knocks over as he opens the door and just confetti falls out. It ruins my play. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, Descartes goes on the bus first. And just go straight back to Clear Vision's room. Actually, yes. Yes, I want to retcon to that. <laughs> so he's in the room with Clear. Room with That's Claire. great. I love that. Please. I Yeah, you said you already got on the bus, so... <laughs> just know that you see Gordon stealthing in and putting the canister above the door. Does he see him, though? Well, that's true, yeah. I don't know if you do or not. What is it? What's versus awareness or whatever? Do you really want to Are you going to hide? Because you have some real good ways of yeah. hiding. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, he's going to hide. He wants to I be don't there know if this is Clear's room. I just assume it's a room. I'm just going to bed. <laughs> oh, you hide in the bed. There is no idea. Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> First of all, Josh I could... can deal with that next time. <laughs> so, so Gordon is going to wait for Clear to go in, and he's going to do it so that it drops on him as he leaves the room in the morning. And then, yeah, the next night specifically. I'm just letting everyone at the table know that this is what happens so that when Josh comes back next week, he gets a head full of confetti. That's awesome. And also finds out Terrence is gone. (laughs) All right. So while this tomfoolery is happening, 
as this happens, as Gordon places the confetti above Clear Vision's door. Oh no. What is Tommaso saying to So I'm gonna I'm gonna lean over, I'm gonna wave Rosetta off the bus to come talk to me. Rosetta stands up, kind of gives a look back to whatever Gordon is doing, fixes <laughs> her hat, pulls her hair back, and steps off of the bus, headed towards Tommaso. All right. The two of you need to hear this before anyone else. I called in a squad to help me out. Claire made sure most of them didn't make it out. I'm going to take my time informing the family about this, but both of you need to know our Clear Vision's problem is probably going to end sooner rather than later. Suzanne looks at Tommaso and she says, Cousin, that problem is about to end very, very, very soon. And you hear the thrum of a helicopter flying overhead. Oh, no. That is where we will end our session. Hey everyone, we're Monster Game Night. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. I'm Mike, your storyteller, and you have also been listening to Ben playing Tommaso, Nick playing Jason, Chris playing Descartes, and I'm Russell playing Gordon. Tune in next session. We release an episode every other Monday. Also follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcatcher. We'd love to hear from you on social media. Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit at Monster Game Night. Also, please give us a rating, write a review, and tell your friends and family about the show if you enjoyed it. Word of mouth is the best way for a small, independent show like ours to grow. Hope that you can come to our next Monster Game Night. Sick. Out. <laughs>